Hi Krishna, today we are reading chapter 10, The Opulence of the Absolute, text number 4 and text number 5. Hare Krishna Mataji, please take over the call now. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, thank you Mataji. Om Adnyanati Mirandasya Gnyananjana Shalakya Chakshurum Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. Shri Chaitanya Manavishtam Sapitam Yena Bhutale. परिजन सहित कृष्ण चैतन्य देव श्री राधा कृष्ण पादी विशाखान्विता कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीन बंधो जगत पते गोपेश गोपिका कांत राधा कांत नमोस्तुते तुप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाछा कल्पतुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पति पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत दादर श्रीवासादी गौरवक्त वृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण डिवोटी थैंक यू सो मच फॉर जॉइनिंग दिस क्लास एंड गिविंग योर एसोसिएशन सो वी आर रीडिंग फ्रॉम चैप्टर टेन दैट इज द ऑपिलेंसेस ऑफ द एब्सोल्यूट वी एट सीन दी श्लोका सो इफ देर इज एनी क्वेश्चन और एनी रिफ्लेक्शन एनी थिंग दैट यू वुड लाइक टू से few words please uh, go ahead and then we will start with the fourth and fifth shloka anything that you want to say about this haladar das prabhu ji anything so well, is a very most beautiful chapter you know mataji and uh, more we read more we discuss you know more the learn more things we learn more association with the bhagavad gita and the statements i of course we learn more by uh, discussing each other so but i i i do like this chapter very much you know very deeply what we can understand very important for me hari krishna hari krishna so about this chapter this is the vibhuti yoga these are the opulences of the absolute so we will be knowing about the different energies and qualities and how to see krishna and what are his opulences opulences means the extended energy we are one of the krishna's opulence too so let's see the first three shloka krishna is saying that the supreme personality of the godhead is saying that Arjuna, I am going to tell you about these opulences or this uh, knowledge I am giving you because you are a dear friend to me. And uh, because after hearing that, you will benefit with that. Uh, so giving this knowledge that is uh, better than what I have explained to you earlier. So some of the qualities to understand Krishna and Krishna's opulences are you should be friend with Krishna. You should not be envious of Krishna. You should feel that uh, Krishna is my greatest uh, friend. Um, I was reading Bhagavatam and then the three most important things that is a part of a Sharanagati is 
or uh, we will say that like three most important thing that we have to always remember is that first is that krishna is a swami he is the supreme personality of a godhead who is a master and i am his servant always remember that that like you know he is your he is a superior to you he is a master to you because right now we are not in that uh, bhava yet that we will consider krishna as a uh, friend or like you know lover or con- uh, you know even parental love so we have to start our bhakti or in the beginning days, days we have to always consider that he is a servant uh, sorry he is a master and we are his servant so that is that is a main thing and eventually also when you are like even the arjuna he was a friend to krishna but still eventually he he knew that like you know who krishna is so we have to always remember that he is the creator he is the um, master he is every he is behind everything second important thing is that he is a enjoyer we are not the enjoyer so all the things uh, that we have that like you know um all the things that uh, resources that like this uh, material world is providing us or whatever we think that we have including our talent even our mind everything we have to always remember that we are not enjoyer of these things like krishna is the main enjoyer and i am just a uh, i'm just a person who is going to provide or become an instrument or a thing that krishna can enjoy and third and the most important thing is that he is now my friend <laughs> because now when we say that he is my friend that means he is not like someone who is like a, a cruel master or he is a enjoyer means someone who is like a uh, it's immediately we um, you know uh, at least in my mind it came that it come into my mind that like you know someone who is like very mean and who is like a enjoyer we are not enjoyer means like some person who is like Uh, very uh, very unpleasant personality but we have to always remember that krishna is a friend he is the one who always thinks good about us he is the one who is always there for us who is the one who is always there to help us so if we have these three things always in my mind we will consider krishna as a friend and if we are considering krishna as a friend and we are living our life in that attitude then only we will understand this knowledge and different uh, opulences of the krishna and also the all the uh, confidential knowledge that krishna is giving we will understand uh, if we understand that krishna is our friend the second thing is neither the now krishna is saying that like they need god sages no one can understand me even if they have the highest position still remember that they will not understand me why krishna is saying about the sages because these sages are someone who are on the path of gyana yoga or who are trying to understand krishna with uh, you know um, by renunciating everything and by using the gyana yoga and somehow by using their own ability so if you are trying to understand krishna using your own ability then you won't understand me bhakti yoga is the only thing where we completely surrender and we completely depend on the krishna then only we will start understanding krishna that is a very important point that is given in the second shloka shloka now krishna is saying that like my origin or opulences 
they are unlimited and no person who is like envious and who has no uh, respect for me they will not understand me my origin or the opulences for in every respect i am the source of the demigod and the sages and uh, he is saying that like you know why no one will understand the sages and the, the second reason is first reason i told you because they try to understand with their own ability because even the they have this pride they have this uh, lightest of the thing that like you okay by gyan i will understand by yoga i will try to understand uh, but then completely they won't understand because they are uh, so because they are because krishna is a source of them sorry they are coming from the krishna this is another reason and th- uh, second uh, first very important that as i am saying is that like complete surrender is not there even for the demigods also the complete surrender is not there because they need the slightest of this passion to do their uh, work and for the sages many great sages they will not understand completely krishna because they are like you know it's it's unlimited opulence krishna is having and they are still uh, uh, limited or like you know insignificant part and parcel of the krishna uh for the bhaktas krishna says that whatever knowledge is required he will provide and they will feel complete satisfaction even after getting that knowledge now third shloka was he who knows me as the unborn as the beginningless as the supreme lord of the world he only undiluted uh, among the men is free from all the sins so krishna all of the sudden this shloka comes where he is saying that like um who understand krishna's position completely he is the one who is free from the sin even like if we are free from the sin we will understand the krishna and we will try to uh, as much as we try to surrender the krishna we will be free from the sin everything is interconnected and ultimately it comes and to, uh, to the point where how much we are surrender and how we are surrender it comes to the point that how, what are, what is our acceptance about the krishna how much we are accepting our guru maharaj and their instruction so everything is connected to each other now when krishna is talking about the person who is uh, not free from the sin or the person who is uh, you know someone who can understand krishna or someone who is uh, uh undiluted among the men so then krishna is giving his qualities and then that we are going to study today so krishna is saying that the intelligence knowledge freedom from the doubt uh, and delusion uh, forgiveness then truthfulness control of the senses control of the mind happiness and distress birth death fear fearlessness so this is all he is talking about the uh, all these are the qualities of the living being um, that are created by me alone so these are some of the qualities krishna talking because he is saying that person who is uh, free from the sin he is one who is you know kind of uh, undiluted and then krishna goes to the sixth one he is saying that the uh let me see that why what is the reference of this shloka just give me one minute i'm fine just give me a second
so krishna is saying in the seventh verse that one who is factually convinced of this opulence and mystic power of mind engage in the unalloyed devotional service of the so service uh, of this there is no doubt so these are the qualities given before and then arjuna asks this question about the krishna's opulences and then the chapter starts but there is a reference to why krishna is talking about these qualities i think we when we will read the purport it will unfold i will not take much of a time we will start reading the sanskrit part anyone wants to say any comment before we start is it somehow they are connected and i was thinking about it but uh, okay let's let's do the sanskrit part first so haladar das prabhu ji please guide so hari bol hari krishna mai dandavat pranam to you haladar das prabhu ji hari krishna mata ji <clears throat> do you want me to read four and five both or just four yes four and five both okay <clears throat> So the text number four and five, chapter ten. Uh, it's a page number four twenty-three on the English Bhagavad Gita. So the the wordings are buddhirgnanam asamohaha, shama satyam damaha samaha, sukham dukham bhavo bhavo, bhayam cha bhayam evacha. बुद्धिर्ज्ञानम असमोह क्षमा सत्यम दमह समह सुखम दुखम बहु बाओ भयम चा भयमेव चेन नंबर फाइव अहिंसा समता तुस्तीस अहिंसा समता तुस्तीस तपोदान यशो यश बुद्धिर्ज्ञानम् समूह क्षमा सत्यम दम क्षमा सुखम दुखम बवो भावो भयम चा भयमे अहिंसा समता तुष्टस्तपोदान यशो यश भवती भावभूता हे कृष्ण Hare Krishna 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 Krishna
ಹರಿಕೃಷ್ಣ ಬುದ್ಧಿರ್ಜ್ಞಾನಮಸಮೋಹಂ ಕ್ಷಮಾ ಸತ್ಯಂ ದಮಃಸಮಃಖಂ ದುಃಖಂ ಭವೋ ಭಯಂಚಮೇವಿಂಸಾತುಷ್ಟಿ ಸಪೋದಾನಶೋಯಸೂತ ಅಹಿಂಸಾಸಮತಾತುಷ್ಟಿಸ್ತಪೋದಾನಂಯಶೋಯಶಃ ಅಹಿಂಸಾಸಮತಾತುಷ್ಟಿಸ್ತಪೋದಾನಂಯಶೋಯಶಃ so sorry about that so i was having something totally different in my mind when i opened this book uh, so krishna started talking about the opulences from the second shloka only krishna is talking that like how he is source of everything and now he is talking about all the different qualities that he had created and from here on like you know krishna keeps talking that like how everything is coming from the krishna so that's how we are studying this shloka today each and every quality is very important and what we have uh, this uh, um, definition of ahimsa and intelligence and everything prabhupada explains so nicely that like how these definitions are totally different when we see it from the uh, point of a adhyatmik drushti or a devotional view so we will study each and every quality one by one uh so each person will take a turn and we will just talk about one quality at a time and then after explaining that we will go to the next quality so now i will do word to word and we will do the and then uh, we'll read a one paragraph at a time so buddhi means intelligence 
Jnanam means knowledge. Uh, Asamoha means free, freedom from the doubt. Chama means forgiveness. Satyam means truthfulness. Dhamma means control of senses. Uh, Samaha means control of mind. Sukham means happiness. Dukham means distress. Uh, Bhava means uh, birth. Uh, Bhava means and Abhava means death. Uh, Bhayam means fear. Cha also. Abhayam means fearlessness. Eva also. Cha also. Ahimsa means non-violence. Samata means equilibrium. Tushti means uh, satisfaction. Tapah means penances. Daman means charity. Sorry. Daman means dhanam means charity. Yasha means fame. Ayasha means infamy. Bhavanti means come about. Bhava means nature. Bhutanam means of living entity. Matta means from me. Eva means certainly. Prithak vidhi means variously arranged. Intelligence, knowledge, freedom from doubt and delusion, forgiveness, truthfulness, control of the senses, control of the mind, happiness and distress, birth, death, fear, fearlessness, non-violence, equanimity, satisfaction, austerity, charity, fame and infamy, all these various qualities of living entity are created by me alone. Thank you so much. So, Sumati Mataji, would you like to read about the first quality which is intelligence? After reading about intelligence, that first paragraph, you can wait. Hari uh, Bhav. Yes, Mataji. Hare Krishna, purport by Divine Yashila Prabhupada. The different qualities of living entities, be they good or bad, are all created by Krishna and they are described here. Intelligence refers to the power to analyze things in their proper perspective and knowledge refers to understand what is spirit and what is matter. Ordinary people obtained by a university education pertains only to matter, and it is not accepted here as knowledge. Knowledge means knowing the distinction between spirit and matter. In modern education, there is no knowledge about spirit. They are simply taking care of the material elements and bodily needs. Therefore, academic knowledge is not complete. Thank you, Mataji. So intelligence, what uh, we are reading in the Canto 3, like where Kapil Muni is talking and uh, to Devahuti, uh, it is said that intelligence is created uh, by the, uh, you know, the when, when, when uh, one by one, uh, each and everything created in this material world uh, for the Purusha, it is explained that how the man, buddhi, and ahankar is also created. Ahankar is created from the tamogun. Uh, uh, so intelligence is created from the passion, and man is created from the goodness. So um, from the pure uh, pure ego, uh, when like you know this, uh, there is a combination of a pure ego, and then the passion, then the uh, 
इंटेलिजेंस इज क्रिएटेड और बुद्धि इज क्रिएटेड एंड बुद्धि इज मीन्स एनालाइजिंग थिंग इन देअर प्रॉपर पर्स्पेक्टिव सो इट इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट इन ऑल द शास्त्र टॉकिंग अबाउट लाइक यूज यूर बुद्धि वेन यू इवन चूजिंग द गुरु और टेकिंग द नॉलेज चूजिंग द राइट पाथ डोंट एक्सेप्ट एज इट इज लाइक यू नो इट इज नेवर आस्ट अस टू जस्ट फॉलो द यू नो फॉलो समथिंग विदाउट क्लियरिंग योअर डाउट so it is very important thing that like you know it discriminate also uh, intelligence that this is good and this is bad so prabhupada talks about intelligence and knowledge both knowledge means nothing else but understanding the matter and the spirit what is the difference between these two rest all the things are like you know it's the material knowledge that is what is uh, prabhupada is explaining knowledge means that understanding krishna and his different energies prakruti is also part of a krishna's energy and then that's why we are studying in second and the third canto of bhagavatam in so much detail about like how everything is created in this material world but uh, we use all this knowledge just to enjoy ourselves and how we can uh, you know um, uh, how we can use like you know all this our uh, intelligence and knowledge to make things more uh, in this material world uh, to exploit things and more, make it more and more uh, enjoyable for our senses Uh, so that is not right if we use this properly our intelligence and our buddhi both like uh, um, uh, you know intelligence and knowledge both to satisfy krishna to spread the krishna consciousness to understand krishna very well and to understand that like what is right for me what is right for this soul uh, what what is this soul who am i so if we start talking about this all that in that is that is the right intelligence and that is the knowledge and that is both is coming from krishna only so we will we will go to the next one that is a samoha sumati mata ji would you like to continue yes mataji a samoha freedom from doubt and delusion can be achieved when one is not hesitant and when he understands the transcendental philosophy uh, slowly but surely he becomes free from bewilderment nothing should be accepted blindly everything should be accepted with care and caution kshama tolerance Ma, and forgiveness we, we will wait here so a samoha that uh, very nice uh, sentence that what exactly i was talking about prabhu bada is mentioning nothing should be uh, accepted blindly you should not be bewildered also like you have to clear your doubt also uh, and um, everything should be accepted with care and with caution is very very uh, nicely prabhu bada explain i mean uh, so a sammo means something which is really uh, you know delusion is there or something which is like you know attracting you in some some uh, with some kind of a delusion you are accepting things so prabhupada is saying that a samoha is like freedom from the doubts and delusion and that is very important um, in the bhakti yoga as well as in everywhere it is very very important that you should clear your doubts delusion and then you uh, you know uh, that will keep you firm on this path so thank you mata ji you can continue one more uh, that is kshama that is just two lines mata ji yes ma'am yes mata ji 
Shaman's tolerance and forgiveness should be practiced. One should be tolerant and excuse the minor offenses of others. Thank you. Thank you. Now again, Shama, uh, his tolerance is uh, uh, very nicely. Prabhupada somewhere explained also that like uh, uh, when it is like someone is insulting you or someone is uh, uh, you know uh, doing something wrong with you, you have to tolerate it. Like you know, so many times devotees come and in they ask this question in like our Pakti uh, Shastri and Pakti Webo class that like you know the other devotees are doing this that. Uh, so tolerance is very, very important, and that's what all the time uh, my uh, teacher, is, they are talking about, that like if someone is doing something to you, you have to tolerate. But if they are saying something against your guru about the other devotees, then you should not tolerate. You should leave the place if they are talking about the senior devotees or other devotees about some uh, something which is which is not uh, pleasant. Uh, they are not glorifying the devotees, but they are doing it the opposite way. They are not talking about uh, Prabhupada, his teaching, and Krishna uh, rightly. Then you should not tolerate. So, Chama, uh, you can do when when someone is uh, someone is you know doing something wrong uh, and talking wrong about you, but then uh, it should not be forgiven. Like if it is if, if they are talking about the Krishna senior devotees or Prabhupada or your guru, so that is also very important. We should always remember that. Now Satyam, Mataji, you can go ahead. Uh, yes, Mataji. Yes, Mataji. Satyam, truthfulness means that facts should be presented as they are for the benefit of others. Facts should not be misrepresented. Misrepresented, sorry. According to social conventions, it is said that one can speak the truth only when it's palatable to others, but that's not truthfulness. The truth should be spoken in a straightforward way so that others will stand actually, will understand that actually what the facts are. The man, if, if a man is a thief and people are warned that he is a thief, that is the truth. Although sometimes truth is unpalatable, one should not refrain from speaking it. Truthfulness demands that the facts be presented as they are for the benefit of others. That is the definition of truth. Uh, of truth. Thank you, Thank you, Mataji. It's very straightforward and clear. But then I was thinking about so many things were coming, like about the Yudhishthira Maharaj, and I was thinking about Prabhupada also. That he was told that like uh, while printing these books or like in the beginning, you can uh, just use the word that uh, God consciousness instead of Krishna consciousness because. Uh, um, God is like more generic and everyone will accept it. But then Prabhupada, he was very firm that like I will uh, I will tell the truth that Krishna. So like that's why in all the books also Prabhupada just starts uh, talking about the highest truth without, uh, you know, um, whether the people will digest it or not. And like uh, we had seen that like in so many different paths and so many uh, in Hindu culture, why we were not knowing about the, this highest truth from the very beginning or from our childhood because it was given to us very uh, in a very small, small part and it was not the complete truth sometimes. Uh, whatever you can accept, whatever is like as a grossa, you can uh, 
um you know you can do just do that much so it was it was not told to us or given to us completely the way prabhupada had presented so it uh, this is we have to also always keep it in mind while giving our lectures and giving krishna consciousness to others um we should not hesitate if the person is like you know i don't know if he will accept it should i tell or should i not tell so this is very important that like you have to follow on the path of the krishna uh, on the prabhupada and uh, present the krishna consciousness as it is uh, present the all the truth as it is but again it should be benefit for the others it should not be uh, very harsh like uh, one of the devotee was saying that like you know um, there is one statement by one of our uh, gurus i mean he is presently there i don't remember his name but he was saying that um we all are going to go through threefold miseries i mean miseries are um, there for sure for everyone's life miseries are there but suffering is optional and uh, so one of the devotee was saying that i said this statement to one of my friend who is devotee and she detected uh, she came to know that she had a cancer and she was suffering she was in a pain and i was telling her that like oh miseries are there but suffering is option and then i felt that oh, awful that like you know i should have not said it because i'm not suffering and going through that so sometimes with our whatever knowledge we collect we just try to give it to everyone but then we have to that time understand that like you know what is benefit for them just give them that much knowledge so that is also very very important part that how much truth you are going to tell someone and um, it should not be half lie half truth or anything like that but even there is no need to say even that sentence when someone is pain you have to give them assurance that how krishna will help them you know you can chant with them something like that instead of saying this statement so very important is that sometimes some part of the truth is not benefit for like you know if you are telling children about uh, uh, something which is uh, which is like you know grown up should know and not the children then it's of no use for them so it's very important and that time you need intelligence to understand that like you know what should i tell and what should i i what shouldn't i tell and to get that intelligence you have to stay with this intelligent people you have to stay with our guru varga and how they intelligently talk what they talk to people and uh, you can learn from that so now control uh, anybody else would like to volunteer to ta- read this paragraph there is a please start from control of the senses means the, the control of the senses means that the senses should not be used for unnecessary personal enjoyment there is no prohibitions against meeting the proper needs of the sense senses but the unnecessary sense enjoyment is a deter- detrimental for the spiritual spiritual advancement therefore the senses should be restrained from the unnecessary use hari krishna mahaprabhu hari krishna thank you prabhu ji so we all know importance of controlling the senses and that is explained here and that krishna is saying that that also comes from me so we can just pray to krishna every day that like you know give us ability to control our senses 
and uh, there is no prohibition against meeting the proper needs of the senses but unnecessary enjoyment is um prabhupada is saying that becomes a obstacle in our spiritual advancement so we have to keep it in mind because once we do the unnecessary enjoyment and senses wants it more and more and more they are never, never satisfied it's like pouring the uh, you know ghee in the fire Uh, my one of my friend was saying that why not just you know now my senses wants everything why not just enjoy 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 and one day they will say no and that time i will come to krishna consciousness so i was explaining her that like how senses will never find that like you know i'm satisfied and i'm done with this though we have examples that is called as a pravrutti marga and we have these examples in bhagavatam there are great personalities who did that Uh, that enjoy 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 and then like you know i am done with that that is yayati maharaj is one of them but uh, it is very difficult uh, to you know saying that like i am done so that instead of that you have to give them like you know a uh, very restricted manner you can give them like like a, like a teenagers or like you know like a even like a kids sometimes parents they give them like you know restricted uh, freedom so that they will be all under control um, we can do that the same thing with the senses and that is uh, we can pray to krishna to give us ability to control that hari bol prabhu ji please continue sama one should not spend one's time pondering over earning money So similarly one should restrain the mind from the unnecessary thoughts that's called sama one should mm-hmm. not spend uh, one's time pondering over the earning money there is the misuse of the thinking power the mind should be used to understand the prime necessary of human beings and that should be presented authoritative the power of thought should be developed in association with the persons who are author authorities authorities in the scriptures saintly persons and the spiritual masters and those whose thinking is highly developed Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So this all comes under the sama that is like you know controlling our uh, senses and controlling our mind also. Mind is like uh, considered as the master of all the senses. And as I was saying that like though mind is uh, coming from the um, from the mode of a goodness, still um, it has this quality that it will accept whatever is uh, around it. It will become what it sees so that's why it is very important to give it a very good association uh, and then that we can control our mind otherwise mind is also like a uh, like a child if you keep it like you know un you know give it a bad company it will become a bad if you give it a good company it will become a good if you give it a spiritual company it will become a spiritual so sama means like you know controlling both the senses and the mind by giving them a good company by giving them good association as well as praying to krishna because it is also coming from krishna and last one is the sukham 
and dukham so prabhu ji you can please continue uh, and complete this paragraph To come pleasure or happiness should always be in that which is favorable for the cultivation of the spiritual knowledge of Krishna, Krishna consciousness, and similarly that which is painful or which causes distress is the which is unfavorable. for the cultivation of krishna consciousness anything favorable for the development of the krishna consciousness should be accepted and anything unfavorable should be rejected hari krishna mataji hello oh sorry i was on the mute so uh, sorry we think that like you know all this pleasures and happiness and distress are like all about the material things like you know ma- what is giving uh, pleasure to our senses we think that sukha what is giving un- you know distress to our senses we think that it is a distress but prabhupada had given a very nice definition here that what is sukha means sukha means like what that is giving pleasure to krishna and his uh, whatever is a uh, favorable to our bhakti that is a sukha sukha means chanting in the morning reading uh, with devotees uh, getting their association honoring prasadam that is all sukha and distress means that like you are you are you know going away from the krishna consciousness and um, that all the part that you considered that it is giving pleasure to your senses but that is not favorable to the krishna consciousness is a distress it is a dukha um, that is what is uh, prabhupada giving this definition so i'll pause here for a minute is there any comment or anything that you want to add or we can take it at the end because it's a very long purport okay thank you valli uh, mata ji would you like to read the next one हरे कृष्ण माता जी है इट इज भावा राइट यस या भावा बर्थ शुड बी अंडरस्टूड टू रिफर टू द बॉडी एज फार एज द सोल इज कंसर्न देयर इज नेदर बर्थ नॉर डेथ दैट वी हैव डिस्कस्ड इन द बिगिनिंग ऑफ भगवत गीता बर्थ एंड डेथ अप्लाई टू वंस एम्बॉडीमेंट इन द मटेरियल वर्ल्ड फियर इज ड्यू टू वरिंग अबाउट द फ्यूचर A person in Krishna consciousness has no fear because by his activities he is sure to go back to the spiritual sky, back home, back to Godhead. Therefore, his future is very bright. Others, however, do not know what their future holds. They have no knowledge of what the next life holds. So they are therefore in the constant anxiety. if we want to get um, free from the anxiety then the best course is to understand krishna and be situated always in krishna consciousness in that way we will be free from all fear yeah uh, so here like we talked about birth death fear and fearlessness so birth and death we know that like it is uh, uh, these two are connected to our uh, uh, material body 
and fear and fearlessness very nicely explained that like how you can be fearlessness and we see that fearlessness is a very important quality of a devotee and how they will become fearlessness is by completely surrendering to krishna and knowing that like you know you are on the right path and krishna is always there to protect you Uh, this is a very important that like you know uh, think that we have assurance that someone is always there for us so even a child will think that like you know uh, my father is there my mother is there and they always feel protected as long as they have this uh, uh, this in their mind they are fearless uh, but like once they start getting older and they come to some experiences where their father and uh, mother they are failed to protect them and they come to know that there are things which they are under not even uh, they can control then they start becoming that fear takes birth into that child uh, you know mind so we are like at this age when we had seen everything we uh, there is no one to trust in this material world now if we can completely surrender and depend on krishna and because we have so much of this material experiences it is very difficult to even trust to krishna and we, we our mind is very uh, conditioned now so it's it's like trusting krishna completely that he will you know he will catch me like just like prallad maharaj was thrown from the cliff and he had so much confidence that krishna will catch me but then when he was coming down and down and down he said oh krishna are you going to catch me or not so kind of like krishna was there for sure i mean he never had this doubt but Uh, as i'm saying that like sometimes devotee thinks that like when the one after another things are coming that oh is krishna there or not so they come to this uh, point but that doubt should not be there and we should have a complete uh, faith in krishna and that's what will make us fearless otherwise fear is always there in this material world so please continue mataji very nice mataji very nice explanation yeah fear is the cause of uh, many health issues also <laughs> yes madam in in the shrimad bhagavatam 11.2.37 it is stated bhayam dvitiya dvitiyabhini veshitah syatah fear is caused by our absorption in the illusionary illusionary energy but those who are free from the illusory energy um those who are confident that they are not the material body that they are spiritual parts of the supreme personality of the godhead and who are therefore engaged in the transcendental service of the supreme um, supreme godhead have nothing to fear their future is very bright this fear is a condition of person who are not in krishna consciousness abhayam fearlessness is possible only for one in krishna consciousness hari krishna mm-hmm. hari krishna very nicely again uh, that's why the prabhu pada's name abhay charanar vindam so prabhu pada very nicely explained that like again uh, that how uh, we are always thinking about our future and that's why this insurance company business is so much flourishing we always uh, we are worried that like what will what is there in like you know next moment what will happen to me what if i die what if how who will take care of my children and so many things are there 
but if we know for sure our future is bright our family's future is bright because we are engaged in krishna consciousness and krishna will always take care of me and my family if that assurance is there then we will become abhayam or fearless thank you tamarasika mata ji would you like to read the next one yes mata ji <clears throat> Ahinsa non-violence means that one should not do anything which will put others into misery or confusion. Material activities that are promised by so many politicians, sociologists and philanthropists, etc. do not produce very good results because the politicians and philanthropists have no transcendental vision they do not know what is actually beneficial for human society ahimsa means that people should be trained in such a way that the full utilization of the human body can be achieved the human body is meant for spiritual realization so any movement or any commissions which do not further that end commit violence on the human body that which furthers the future spiritual happiness of the people in general is called non-violence. Hare Krishna. Hmm. So this is such very eye-opening. Uh, I found like when Prabhupada explained about Ahimsa. So first two lines are that Ahimsa means that one should not do anything which will put others into miseries or confusion. And then ahimsa means that people should be trained in such a way that the full utilization of the human body can be achieved. And the last one is that which further uh, furthers uh, sorry that which furthers the future spiritual happiness of the people in general is called as a non-violence. So very these three points are very very important. That what is ahimsa means we think that like. hurting the body so body is like a grossest part like gross part uh, out of all this thing prabhupada is taking us to the subtle level that ahimsa we should do it at the subtle level so disturbing someone or making someone uh, into confused uh, you know putting someone into confusion uh, so if there you are you are distracting kind of them from their path that is like a, is a hinsa and that we should not be doing so like all this uh, uh, so called uh, gurus if they are putting the mass people into confusion and misleading them then they are doing lot of hinsa because here prabhupada and krishna is talking about the ahimsa means uh, soul level uh, it's not about the body level it's not about like you know uh, uh, so uh, someone asked like one of the devotee yesterday was asking that uh, krishna said that he will protect and silabhimanyu died dropadi's sons died why is that so so my teacher was saying that like body is eventually going go you know uh, going to destroy because we are in this material world we got this god body we are going to leave it one day so krishna when he is saying that he is protecting he is not protecting your body but he is always protecting your soul so ahimsa and himsa is related to here at the soul level so that which is uh, taking someone to krishna consciousness showing them the right path and that soul will become free i mean he, right now soul is into the uh, 
prison of like this gross body and this um, subtle body one who helps to free a soul from these two prison is doing ahimsa and one who is deluding others in keeping them in that prison and um, because of the, their activities person is you know their dvesha raga everything is increasing they are going down and down in hellish planet then you are doing hinsa so that we have to always remember that always speak that which is benefit for others and if something is confusing for them going to disturb their mind and distracting them from the krishna consciousness don't talk, talk about that you are doing the greatest hinsa there and krishna is saying that this ahimsa it is also coming from krishna then next one mata ji continue samaras the definition is very deep so sorry to disturb but what would you call ahimsa that like pankacharya mahara saying jivo jivasya bhojanam you know everything is living you know lord says i am everything so what would you do the ahimsa how would you do ahimsa so ahimsa and hinsa we all doing hinsa continuously you know even we breathing even we talking even we do anything even we moving so ahimsa is a very deep uh, word for the understanding you know to according what i understand or uh, definition only inside the very very deeper than uh, if we can explain but simply the conclusion comes of ahimsa is that non doers becomes the biggest ahimsa you know otherwise everything in living life we picking the fruits we pulling out the many spinach from the grounds or food growing on the ground and in the in the sense of the krishna conscious everything is living every atom is living krishna is in every atom so how would it define ahimsa there so ahimsa is a very deeper than uh, uh normally we just talking about physical bodies of other animals or self or other persons so ahimsa stands like a non doer becomes the biggest ahimsa when you become doer the ahimsa starts hare krishna thank you prabhu ji so in this but material world we can't stay like a non doer or not doing nishkriya or non doing activity we have to do the activities we have to get up we have to do the take the shower we have to keep ourselves clean we have yeah. to maintain our body so we are like yeah so i That's i am not we are doing, doing everything thing. for krishna mata everything we are doing for krishna there was a krishna consciousness throwing everything do for krishna every offering the we cook the food and actually we doing hinsa you know but we are doing for krishna so he becomes a, just like we work in army or any officers in the office anything we do according to order of the office according to the army rules and regulations so then we become don't become become criminals even when on the borders we fight for the country so ahinsa 
is a practice like non-doers. Do everything for Krishna, not for you, not for me. That is become non-doer becomes the biggest ahimsa points, Mataji. Mm-hmm. Become a akarma, akarmi. So akarma. Akarta. Is, uh, uh, sorry, uh, I'm so sorry. Akarta is very very important. What uh, Prabhuji is saying that become a akarta and offer everything and do it on behalf of the Krishna. So like we ex- you know discuss in the very beginning that like when you consider that all these things are not for my enjoyment, including this body. But it is for the um, facilitate the enjoyment of the Krishna. So we will do accordingly all our activities, like Prabhuji was saying that cooking and cleaning everything. So like like Prabhupada explained here, ahimsa. If you consider not at a material body level but at the soul level, you will understand what ahimsa. I mean, doing ahimsa to yourself and others also. So even our activities, why we are doing this Krishna consciousness activities, not that we want to get uh, free from the sinful activity. I don't want, I'm offering Krishna food because I don't want that sin on my head. Uh, it's not, it should not be like that uh, attitude. But we want to uh, help our uh, soul get free from this material body. We want this soul to go back to Krishna and that is also again why because that will give pleasure to the Krishna he wants us back that's why he's coming again and again saying that like come back to me I will protect you so so soul level uh, we are you know kind of doing this ahinsa so that we have to always remember because otherwise Arjun also killed so many people so where is ahinsa here because he did it on, on the art like on the order of Krishna, first of all, and all these people who died in front of the Krishna, they they got this mukti, they went back to Godhead. So Krishna also made sure that they, their soul is like completely protected, and that is a real hinsa. So devotees, even if they sometimes we see that the great great personalities, acharyas, they do uh, so many curses and so many things are there, but then still there is a Soul's benefit is is there, and that is the that is what is the real ahimsa. So thank you, Prabhuji. Mm. Very nice point. Thank you so much. No, I mean that ahimsa is impossible, Mataji. Ahimsa is impossible. If you understand, try deeply understand. Ahimsa is impossible. Ahimsa is going to happen. Everything we do, every little thing, but. When we come, when we become non-doer, you know the the bow we will have a non-doers. Everything you become the tool of the Krishna, you know. And then it's it's happening, but you're not the responsible for it. Mm. That is, otherwise, inside if everything is living, how can you be inside possible? Mm. Krishna says, "I am everything, even I am mm. the atom." Electrons, protons, neutrons. He says, I'm everything in it. So how is the possible? No. Only when we become non-doers, you know, is everything happening and I'm the tool of the Krishna. He's using me for everything. Then it's Hinsa is happening, but you are not the responsible for it. Mm. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much. 
Okay, so we can stop here. It is eight twenty-five, and we will continue then because there it's not it's not going to finish so quickly. Or we can just read uh, because it's very clear the all rest of the points. So, what would you like to do? Should we continue reading or should we stop here? Hare Krishna. I think we can continue next week because uh, it is very. Uh, important message and also we need some uh, detail time also to go through okay so we will stop here and we will start from samata next time that is uh, mm-hmm. equanimity yeah and uh, yeah so thank you again so much so any comments now we that we are stopping here uh, like prabhu ji was talking about ahimsa there are so many other things that we discussed fear fearlessness Uh, about the birth death so many things so vikas prabhu any comment from you vikas prabhu then malli mata ji chamarasika mata ji har prasad prabhu haladar das prabhu ji so you all are welcome to comment on whatever we discussed please feel free to correct me if i was wrong any place in the beginning i understand that like i was you know different mindset so i started very you know uh, something different today but yeah uh, the whatever rest of the thing what i explain if you have something other explanation or if you would like to correct me please feel free i will mute myself now hari bol hari krishna mata ji very very well explained mata ji all these qualities mainly they are coming from krishna and as you said the mind is the main um, fact that is giving to all the senses only when we can control the mind anything the good qualities or the bad qualities the contrary that's what we are looking here right bhayam and also abhayam and shanti and ashanti and all these things dualities so when we know what is truth only when then we can open up and we can know what is uh, not un, like untruth and uh, shanti when we know shanti then only we can say ashanti what it is and this duality is always there so with our mind how to control the senses and uh, the main goal is to pave path towards the krishna consciousness and all these qualities uh, they are also uh, mainly cultivated only with the devotion devotee devotee group we have to have the sangha bhakti sangha is always important so when we whenever we have the association of the devotees uh, we can actually um, know what is this and also we can understand what the others are also doing and how we are reading from the scriptures as as you said we have to have the confidence when uh, we do something prabhupada uh, said it is not a god consciousness and it is only krishna consciousness that is very wonderful mm-hmm. i never knew that that today is First time I am listening about it. So, mm-hmm. thank you, Mahatma. Sorry, actually I have to drop off. I have to go somewhere for another. No problem. Thank you for giving okay. your assistance. Thank, thank you. you. Vikas Prabhu, anything from you? Hare Krishna, Mata Ji. Uh, thank you so much for uh, the discussions. Uh, I'll keep my points brief. Uh, how I understood this uh, is, you know, I I was linking it back to the very first thing Krishna says to Arjuna. So Arjuna is also having. 
fear. Uh, he's also thinking about violence or non-violence. He's also in complete doubt. Uh, and the first thing Krishna says is, all of these things that you're talking about and thinking about is all out of, you know, your attachment and your thinking like, uh, you know, in materialistic term. You are a soul and you are an uh, eternal uh, part and parcel of me. You are eternal as a soul. So there, then when you read this verse, Krishna is the first, you know, he says intelligence. And Prabhupada describes intelligence means knowing the difference between spirit and matter. Knowing that you are the spirit. So from there on, uh, how I was understanding this is, that, so that's what is the true knowledge. From there you come to, you know, uh, you should not have, you, you will actually start to become free from doubt and delusion once you understand yourself more and more as the soul and not the body. Uh, and then uh, up to the point where it says that once you are convinced in these sort of things, uh, you know, not only that you are coming out of this birth or you are knowing that you have taken this birth but you are not this body, birth is just of the body, you are the soul. Then he is saying, birth, death, fear, fearlessness will also go away because for a soul there is no such thing as birth or death or fear or fearlessness. So then Krishna is saying, not only this birth, you will also be freed from future births the moment you are into this kind of thinking. And then he is also making another point through non-violence that when you know, as a soul, the best thing that you have to do for the satisfaction of the soul is, uh, and I think uh, Mataji said this, that you know, in uh, Prabhupada's words, that happiness is not coming from matter. Happiness, to derive happiness, you have to satisfy the soul. The soul is only satisfied when we are uh, in service of Krishna, when we are serving Him. Therefore, non-violence is the you know if you delay someone's path back to Krishna, that is non-violence and that is what Prabhupada says here. That you know if you are delaying anyone, uh, their spiritual progress, that is non-violence. Otherwise, in matter, uh, you know you pluck a flower, you could consider that as uh, non-violence. You could you eat anything you that is violence. So, but that is not how Prabhupada is describing violence. Violence is when you stop someone's progress, spiritual progress. That is violence because you are keeping them away from Krishna. Re Krishna. Thank you, Prabhuji. Very nice. Also, uh, others as well as your own also. <laughs> Otherwise, you will become a Atma Hanan. That like, you know, that uh, Atma, what is it? Hanan? That is a word used that in one of the words in uh, Bhagavad Gita. That means killer of the soul. Uh, so you will become a killer of the soul. So very nice uh, point. Uh, uh, thank you, Vikas Prabhu. Anything from you, Shamarasika Mataji? No, Mataji. You all explained very nicely. Any no. point that you like yes. that others explain that you want to just repeat it? No, Mataji. Okay. Harprasad Prabhu, anything that you like that you heard today was something new or you are going to, I mean, that is useful for you? Is 
सारे सारे साथ प्रभु दे and if we are able to uh, means uh, follow with that in right spirit it it will good for that for even society human beings also your talk about the ahimsa and control of senses means how how should we means uh, we should not means uh, means engage our senses for necessary personal enjoyment it should be our duty is that means human life is meant for this so engage our senses to serve, serve the lords प्लीज गो हेड आई मीन आई मीन समू Uh, no mata ji says uh, i think uh, sumati ji want to speak something yeah sumati go ahead hi kishka mata ji mata ji thank you for explaining uh, the first few points really nicely and it was very very easy to understand so mata ji i wanted to ask about uh, i wanted to ask something about truthfulness so uh, so uh, one point mentioned is that you sh- it will that, that truth when spoken should always be for the benefit of uh, others but but uh, mm. some, uh, what happens sometimes uh, there what happens the truth when it's spoken for the benefit of others but yet must some people misunderstand it so that's uh, they think it's for their own benefit and other reasons like that so what happens mm. in this type so yeah truthfulness is a very very uh, uh, very tricky thing you know being truthful i mean you find it the most hard to implement in your life uh, for truthfulness first of all whatever statement you are making how much you uh, had uh, you know kind of uh, um, uh, done it in your own life i mean truthfulness that uh, that weightage come because sometimes i see our gurus they talk and uh, it's it's at a totally different level we accept it very quickly as compared to our friends are talking or the person who is not doing it in their life and they are just saying it even it for our benefit still that weightage uh, for the truthfulness will, will come uh, it depends on the character of that person okay so first of all we have to also be make our character such a way that like the words and uh, coming out of our mouth they have that weightage so there is a story of uh, you know i i think i had i had told this story i think once or twice that this uh, kid he wanted he was he eats he used to eat so much sweet and that uh, mother she just uh, you know brought him to one of the sadhu sages and uh, that sadhu to that sadhu he requested that oh maharaj can you please tell this uh, kid that he eats a lot of sweet and uh, just tell him to stop eating sweet uh, 
and that sadhu says that you come after 15 days so after 15 days when they come back then now that sadhu says that oh babe, my dear child please don't eat lot of sweet it is not good for your health and that's it that uh, that uh, that kids just stop uh, taking sweet after that and that mother said that like you haven't told anything like I mean, you could have said that same sentence 15 days back but then she say, then the, then he says that like you know i i was not in a position uh, 15 days back because i myself was eating lot of sweet that time so i had to stop eating sweet first of all from last 15 days and then only that the words coming out of his mouth they had that value or weightage when he asked the other person so when you are saying someone or uh, giving some uh, say um i am not even reading suppose a chapter a day of bhagavad gita every day and i am just telling someone oh it is very good so yeah it is good i am telling for their own benefit and i can i can say that like you know i am not reading it but you can please read it i mean it's very beneficial and in fact uh, if you can, if you have time we can read it together so that is the right way of saying the truth but if you are not saying and you are just ordering everyone here you do that you do that and you you are not implementing it then that will not have a value so this is one part of it second part of it that like you know what is your consciousness innermost consciousness sometimes you know we don't uh, we don't feel it but then sometimes our consciousness is like that like our uh, uh, we are so much conditioned that we have a intention to giving uh, advice to others uh, and showing that like you know i having that like you know back of our mind that i am superior they are inferior uh, or sometimes we just want to point out uh, something uh, uh, or give them like you know taunt or like you know show them that they are lacking something so that intention is very very important what is our consciousness is very important and after all these the truth is beneficial for the soul again we are talking about the soul it is not a bodily level so for a for sometimes they might feel hurtful uh, sometimes they come to know something uh, you know if i tell my best friend that oh you know uh sometimes you do this and it's it's uh, it's it's like little hurtful for me uh, so if you can change your way then you know that might uh, uh, help both of us or something in a sweet word you say in the beginning for a fraction of a second everyone's ego will hurt i mean whenever you tell the truth the other person's ego will hurt for sure they will never ever happily accept it even like uh, it's true for us also like you know we will we will feel that because there is a ego and we have certain impression about ourselves and for a for a fraction of a second we will feel that oh why are someone pointing at me or oh am i so bad something like that will come into our mind and it will hurt us so truth will hurt us for a fraction of a second or for sometimes uh, for some people for an hour or two days or a month but if it is ultimately going to benefit them then that is very very important that we should tell them some person who is like you know having a bad habits telling them that like you know these are like little bad habits and uh, in 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 future it will it will become more and more Uh, harmful for you so we have to tell them and uh, that time first they will feel it hurtful but then eventually they will understand so priya mata ji sometimes uh, people will not take it correctly but as i said that there are reasons that like you know our consciousness matter 
if we are implementing in that our life that matters our position matters and then then only we should tell the truth and also how much that person can accept that time and whether they had given you authority to tell the truth and um, so arjun when arjun accepted krishna then only krishna started talking about uh, bhagavad gita and other things so then krishna was knowing that like now he is ready to gain the knowledge he is ready to listen from me so there are many things like you know it's 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 very complicated thing but you will learn it with the experience mata ji you might not understand everything right now but as you experience it you will slowly understand where to tell how much to tell what to tell and um, before telling you have to check for yourself also that what are you doing are you behaving like that so all these things will come as you grow but it's uh, very important to remember all these things um, at your position you can't uh, tell the uh, you even if it is true you can't tell to the very elderly people because they will say that oh you are just a child you don't have experience so you have to hold on that time so but sometimes you can express that in front of your parents so there are various uh, uh you know various sides to it <laughs> i hope it is helpful yes mata ji it uh, helped very much thank you mata ji for answering my question hari krishna hari krishna thank you for this wonderful question so even like while talking to you i was also repeating all these things like you have to I have to like really write down somewhere and then you know kind of go through it before you tell someone something. Are you really doing that? It's very important. Yeah. Thank you, Mata Ji. So thank you everyone for your association. Very very helpful that you all come together and uh, you know give me chance to talk and also give your inputs, ask question. chant this verses very nicely so i am really grateful thank you so much uh, to all of you my many dandavat pranam and thank you to prabhupad like i always feel that what a wonderful purport he wrote and very nicely he explained us this krishna consciousness and our all the gurus acharya uh, otherwise we would have not known all these great things in our life and we are getting this very easily like you know sitting at our home cozily all this great knowledge which we otherwise we would have to uh, get it like after doing tapasya for millions of years uh, we are just getting it very easily because of prabhupada and all this acharya and their um, their their eagerness to give us all this and saving our souls yeah thank you so much hari bol hari krishna Thank you, Mr. Ishu and Vikas Prabhu, guiding us for a lot of beautiful points, and I'm learning a lot from both of you, and also all the associates are making beautiful statements on uh, different subjects. So we learn. I learn specially every time, every Sunday. I'm waiting for you guys. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Prabhu Ji. Thank you so much. We are also. we wait for like you know how you explain the sanskrit and your experience is way more than all of ours so our words are not having that value that i was saying right now because it's not completely experienced and implemented so your words are very important for us and 
when you share uh, your opinion about the verses is very much uh, helpful prabhuji so uh, keep giving us your guidance thank you again thank you so much hare krishna hare krishna आचार्य प्रभुपदा